Are you there now? I am here. Okay, there you are. Hallelujah. I was about to say. <laughs> I knew you got it this time. Hell happened. Okay. Just take a breath. <laughs> so Girl, I knew you had it this time. I am here. Yeah, I had it. I it took a minute, but I'm I'm working on it, you know. So how are you this evening? Are you good? You ready? Very good, and I'm very ready. Okay. That's all you're gonna say. Yeah, you're, not gonna, gonna you're not gonna. You're not gonna introduce yourself to people who you are. Come on. Oh, yes, you should. Yes, you should. <laughs> are they here? Yes, you should. You should tell people. Oh, who everybody's you are. here. Every. I was gonna say some rude stuff. No, go ahead. Tell people Hi, who you everyone. are. <laughs> My name is Miss Wing, or Miss Wing Domina, or Miss Wing D. I am an adult entertainer. I also write poetry, and I write. I'm writing a book right now. Write music, and I love doing interviews because I'm very inquisitive and very nosy. Okay, you say you're very nosy. 
I'm very nosy. When I hear a good story where someone tells me a story, they get uncomfortable at how many questions I'm asking. So start a story with me if I'm not going to hear all of it. Okay, okay, okay. So y'all, that is Miss Sling. Or does which one you like to be called, Miss Sling or Miss Sling? Is it Dominina? Domina, but this time Domina. I'm, I'm doing this as Miss Sling. Yes, I'm a domination. Oh. So I'm doing okay. this, and I'm doing this job with you as Miss Sling. So I'm gonna be nice and I'm gonna be polite. Oh, you're gonna be nice and polite. Really? Yes. But is no, that what you're being? Mm-hmm. Huh. I don't know. Yes. Okay. We'll see how long that's going to last. This will last a little while. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. So tonight, everyone, it is Sasha's Playpen. I am Sasha, your fearless hostess. Here is Miss Sling. She is going to be your hostess with the mostest. First of all, if you have yes. not read the intro to this show. I need you to take a minute and pause and let's get it. <laughs> let's, let's do this because if you're not over the age of 21, you cannot be on this ride to part these hips or ride these thighs, okay? Also, second rule of the game is no touching, no biting, no licking, no kissing unless you have complete Permission. Your permission is granted, darling. Third rule of play, and the most important, is (laughs) snitches get stitches. Whatever happens in the playhouse stays in the playhouse. We're coming to your house if you hear anything. You know, it is what it is, but I just want to play with you for a little while. And so we're going to have some fun, and um, we're going to enjoy ourselves tonight. It is the weekend of love, black history, and love. So we're going to have some love, a little romance, a little sex, a little, mm, a little, ooh, all of that. So are you ready? Are you ready? Okay, good. Yes, if you're not ready for it, then I think you should just cut off your phone, computer, or tablet because it's going to get nasty. And no coming on the screen, but it's yours, so you can do what you like. Okay, now that we've got that out of the way, tonight we have on the bill Dave Ponder the second. He's going to do some love and romance. We also have Uncontrollable Goddess. Don't you just love her name, Swing? Don't you? I love it. Yeah, I love it. A goddess and uncontrollable? That's a good combination. Yes, right? A fun combination. She is a life coach. She is also a poetess, and she has done one of my goals. She's done a TED Talk. I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous. Also, we have on the line Johnny Miraculous. He is so miraculous. So he's going to grace us with his presence tonight. And a newbie, someone's new coming on the scene, um, Queen Leo. Queen Leo has not 
published, but she's an awesome dynamic writer. She's a spoken word artist, and uh, we're going to encourage her to get her shit published and get it out here for y'all to read. Yeah. That's her chair tonight. Ooh, swing. You're so nasty. I like it. Okay. Here we go. The first one's up because, and I'm going to put him out there like this, and and he might get mad, but I don't even care. We're going to do Miraculous first. You know why? You know why we're doing him first, Wayne? And why is that? The fucking Super Bowl. You serious? Say it out loud. Like, you get a chance to be with all of us, all of this thickness, and you worried about some pig skin and men sweating and holding their balls? Gross. I would like to see that. But I'm not going to watch this ball. Okay. Well, I just wanted to see Rihanna, but that was it. All right. Miraculous, are you on the line, my love? <laughs> yes, I am here. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I like the way you that. put me out there like that. Yes, I sure did. I, did you expect <laughs> anything different? I honestly didn't. I honestly didn't. I okay. Did. <laughs> okay. I just, I'm, I'm glad that I met your expectations. So, let's go. <laughs> yeah. So you can get back to the men playing with you. Know you talk first, Rihanna. Okay. He's not worried about Rihanna. He's worried about those men, those boys. Oh, no, nah, you come first. Yeah, Rihanna already performed there anyway, so it don't even matter. Okay. I come first? Okay. Absolutely. As long as you make sure that it's known. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what are you going to do for us tonight? Well, uh I have some poetry here. I have a short, mm-hmm. so I didn't know which one you actually wanted to hear. Um, but I have it here now, so I didn't know how much time I had. So I said I would do the shorter one, but if I had a little more time, I could do a longer one. It's up, it's up to you. Well, let's see. We are doing poetry tonight. We can save mm-hmm. your short, you know. You want to you wanna do that or you want to, you know. Let's, oh no let's no no! Let's do some poetry. Let's do some poetry. Okay. Cause I got one that you already you sent me when mm-hmm. you're. Uh, that's a lovely you like picture. Now. Yeah, that's a that's a great picture. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm glad you like it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I. It's very admirable and admirable, and the poem goes very well with the picture. Yeah, I was like, this is fitting. This is very fitting. Can I see any picture? <laughs> Say what, Swing? You want me to share with Can you? Can I see any picture? Yeah, send me that picture. I'm going to close my eyes while he says it, while he speaks. Uh, I'll think about it. Cause I I'm not going to say I'm rubbing my nipple, but I'm rubbing my nipple. I'm not going to say I'm doing it. I am a Leo, and I don't like to share my toys. I shared one with you. You owe me. Uh, 
Tit for tat. Remember what I did for you yesterday? Remember what I did for you yesterday? Tit for tat, I see. Tit for tat. All right, all right, Thank all right. Thank you. Okay, okay, Swing. God, just relax. Okay, Johnny. I'm sorry, miraculous. Go ahead. Entertain us with your words of, of sex. Because I know it's sex. I know it's nasty. Because you just nasty. Yeah, yeah. I'm going um, to do this one. I, this one comes out of my, out of my actually, my, the last book I released, Infatuation Part 2. Oh, yeah. And it's called, yeah, yeah. And this one is called Good Girl. Mm. It goes, I love how you arch that ass like a stallion, yet so gracefully. And I get behind you and go deep inside firm and yet not hastily. Taking my time with each stroke grinding deeper with my hand on your throat, demanding that you take this bit, and you do so obediently. Throwing that ass back better than I expected exceedingly. Kisses on your back, enticing lustful moans. I thrust harder and harder, my dick turned into stone. You're almost there. Take it, baby. Don't run from me. I take a long, deep stroke, come for me. And she does it every time. Honestly, that was called good girl. Okay. Well, I guess I am a good girl. You Absolutely, good girl? I, I believe you are. I'm an excellent mm. girl. You are so. I'm um, an excellent girl. Okay. All right, girl. Well. I, okay. Well, I'm blushing. <laughs> well, I'm glad you like it. I'm glad you like it. Yes, that was nice. I enjoyed that. So, um, Swing, you you said you're a good girl. You got anything to say about that other than you're a good girl? Oh, I liked it. I had my eyes closed the whole time. Did you? And now I'm horny and at home. Oh. Oh. So send me that picture. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right, now. All right, okay. I'll get you after the show, Swing. I'll get you after the show. I, I can't. I, my hands were occupied. Well, I'll be in the bed. I'm going to have to send a better representation to that, then. <laughs> <laughs> well, they all have to go by me first. So. I got you. I'm going to say, I got okay. you first. You, you, uh, you okay. do the check in, and if you like it, then, you know. Okay. Okay. Just check. Just check. So, <laughs> anyway, um, I know you said that that's from your second book. I remember that you published that. It's been wow. Like, can you believe we've been friends for ten years? Yeah, wow. time is flying. Time is flying. Yeah. Right. Seriously, <laughs> ten whole years have went by. Um. But I remember you did that one in what was it like, twenty thirteen? Well, well, this one is the the last one I actually published. This was was part two. In fact, the first infatuation was like twenty thirteen. Yeah. And this one, infatuation two, was twenty eighteen. Okay. And and I did the um, re-release of it with the pictures in it. Mm-hmm. I did that in twenty. I did that in twenty. 2020, the end of 2020, our Christmas 2020. 
Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, uh, so it's the same book. I just had my pictures in it. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was, I was preoccupied in 2018. 2018. I had other <laughs> things I was doing then. So. I understand. I definitely yeah. understand. Yeah, I was. I definitely yeah. understand. Yeah, kind of moved away from that. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know you said that you. We were talking the other day. Well, a couple of days ago or so, and I know you said that you're doing your first fiction. Nice. Yep, my, my first, but well, this is my first one I published. It'll be my first fiction novel that I published. Okay. Um, it's going to be called No Place for Killers. It is, it has erotic in it, but it's not an erotic novel, put it that way. It got some okay. scenes in it. Of course, because it's me, I got to have yeah. some fucking going on. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it is that going on. It is that going on. But it's, I just, I just, you know. It's a story that I did a while ago. That's how to go ahead and do it as a novel. So that will be the next book that comes out. And I have a, the last infatuation, the infatuation part trois. That one will be out on my birthday. It comes out on my birthday. It'll be out in August on my birthday. So yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh oh. Um, Swing. He's a Leo. Yep. Absolutely, I'm a Leo. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, his birthday is the same as Barack Obama's. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. August fourth. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's a Leo. So, um, we we have that in common. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> What's some other things? So I've always wanted to ask you. Uh-huh. I never got a chance to. Um, who who is your muse, or do you even have one? Hmm, that's a good question. Like as far as a famous person, I have several muses. No, uh, I'm like just someone that when you're writing, they just pop in your head. Look what looks when I'm trying to. I'm trying to bait him and say it's me. You see that, don't you? I'm just Well, all right. So, all right. Well, I feel like this. You you remember when we did the photo shoot together, right? When we did that photo shoot, how how artistic you wanted to take it, we could have took it there. Because at that moment, you would have been my muse. Oh. Oh. Don't tell people that. Then they're going to be looking at my stuff, trying to find out and see and all that good stuff. Oh. Oh, it was dope. It was dope. It was dope. It was very dope. It was very dope. It was, a, it was a very good. I'm like, you were the only man there. Is it, yeah. <laughs> yep, I was the only guy there with all y'all women. Yeah, you were time. the only man there and... And Sling, he was in every woman's picture. <laughs> I know somewhere it's probably oh, yeah, like pleasurable time. Why is this? Why is this he growing every picture? Because he was every the only picture. one that showed up. All the way. I was see. I was ready to get there. Lots of practice. I was ready. 
Yeah, you. But how many poems? You, how many poems did you put out after that photo shoot? Say, so how many poems did I put out after the photo shoot? Uh-huh. Oh, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I know you did. Yeah, because the thing about it was, like, he had a variety. <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was, a, it a, was a, it was a man's paradise because it was ass tits, thighs everywhere. Uh, and don't leave out yeah. the baby oil. Yeah, baby oil everywhere. It was, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I say. As long yeah, as, was, as as sexy as you wanted to be, as far as you wanted to go, I was I was willing to go there. Yeah, you know, uh, it would have been yeah. artistic. It would have been awesome. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Cause artistic, I, yes, artistic. Yeah, we're just gonna leave it as artistic. Artistic. Yes. yes. Artistic. Yeah. Artistic. Yeah. We're gonna just leave it. it, is, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's art. You know, two bodies together. You know, it's art. So, yeah. Absolutely. If some slip inside of somebody else, it's artistic. It's artistic. It sure would have been. If a you penis slip in the mouth, it's artistic. If a penis is in the mouth, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. That's, I think it was a That's artistic. I think mm-hmm. it was a couple of those that happened. It's like, ooh. <laughs> 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 it was my <laughs> I, I mean, like I said, it, it, it would have been whatever you wanted. Yeah, definitely, because yeah. you were very open. That was for sure. For sure. You yeah. were very open. Yeah, I'm a, yeah, um, I'm a very open guy. I know. I, I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. So, um, <laughs> um, I was also going to ask you, about publishing how did you go yeah. about getting published and if it's a long story because i know football oh no no you're good um okay. what i decided to do was i went i had a, a publisher well i think i told you the story about the first stories i did that was in a the conglomerate book mm-hmm. and uh, i was going to go through that and it was a the long process and a lot, so I got impatient. It wasn't the publisher thing. I got impatient, and I decided to go through Lulu. dot com. Okay. And self publish and self publish. So that's what I did, and um, all five books I did through Lulu. So, okay. As so as well. Do you? Which one would you recommend for someone that is? contemplating publishing, um, getting published and want their stuff out there. Which one do you recommend? Well, it depends on it depends on two things. If you have a good following, like social media following or people that's like tell me if you do spoken word and a lot of people come to your shows, for me I would self publish because you already got that following. You don't have to wait. It's more well, it's not really you're printing your book, so that's the money up front part. But mm-hmm. you get it back faster than trying to go through a publisher because when you go through a publisher, you it is a waiting process. It is going to take some time. And that's because, you know, you're going to get your 
either through an advance or on the back end. So they're, they're going to make you wait. So if you have a following, if you go to a show, perform a show, and people are coming up to you afterwards and they're interested in what you're doing, mm-hmm. I would definitely go ahead and, and then self-publish. You can always go through a publisher later, but I would self-publish. That way I have something to give to people because they're interested in wanting more. So if somebody comes up to me and say, I want to hear some more of your poetry, well, here you go. I have a book right here. You, know, you don't have to wait on it. You can go do shows, and if a publisher want to mess with you in the future, you know, you can always do it, but that's how I would do it. It's Okay. All righty. Well, thank you so much. And we're going to let you go now because you've you've entertained us. So we're going to let you go now so you can go back to your football game. (laughs) Thank you for coming. It's always great talking to you. You too. You too. And always know when that book comes out, come over here now. Come Come on over here. I got you. You know I got you. Okay. All right. I don't ask more than once. I just don't. Oh, you don't have to. I got you. Okay. Okay. That's all I need to know. That's all I need to hear. Goodbye, Miraculous. Thank you for coming. I'm going to tell everyone about your second. I'm going to read your second poem, and I'm going to tell people where they can find you. Or you'll you tell people where they can find you. Sure, you're looking for me. Um, you can find me on Instagram, right? M I R A K U L U Z, the number two, or my erotic Instagram is Mr. M R underscore Bam B A M M M. Uh, I have OnlyFans. I don't really been publishing on it, but it's the same name. And if you want the books, you can go to Lulu dot com slash Miraculous. Or you can just type in Amazon, type my name in, the books will pop right up. Oh, okay. That's good to know. Yeah, okay. so there you go. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Miraculous. Thank you for coming on. I will be thank talking you to you me. again. Hmm? I said, thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for choosing me. <laughs> always, always. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you, and you have a good evening. So, all right, you're the Okay, bye. Bye. So, Wayne, did you enjoy that as much as I did? Yes, I did. Yeah, I did too. So, um, we're moving on. That was good. That was that was nice. Yeah. So, uncontrollable goddess. Hello. Hello, greeting. <laughs> how Hello. are you this evening? <laughs> um, well, how are you feeling? Doing good. I'm doing good. That was my friend, so I, I mess with him. You know. No. It's all good. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about uncontrollable goddess. I love your name. Thank you so much. Um, well, uncontrolled goddess, of course, as you know, a goddess is a woman who is a creator. Because mm-hmm. um, if there is a God that we are creating this image, so that makes us goddesses. And the uncontrolled part just basically means that I am unlimited. Like, there's the sky's not even the limit. There is no limit. I'm capable of creating whatever I choose when I choose. 
and it provides me a sense of freedom. Awesome. That's awesome. How how do you tap into your goddesshood? How would you tell another woman to tap into her goddesshood? Is that or something that you would say? Uh, actually, I do a lot of um, meditation. Um, I do yoga. Mm-hmm. Um, I sit in silence a lot. And honestly, I I do me. I mean, I'm not trying to sound rude or cocky, but no, like no. I don't necessarily have any any rules. So I would suggest that she does what she feels to do, that she uses her intuition, that she creates boundaries for herself and, you know, just moving forward. She can't worry about who's saying what because in the end, and the beginning, and the end of the day, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. So. Oh, you sound like me. She sounds like <laughs> you, Swing. You sound like me. Mhm. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Swing. No, I was just saying that's that's the truth. I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. I am trying to tap into my goddess. Um, I've also, how would you direct a woman, um, to move away from that, um, that male dominant energy and to come into her feminine energy? What are some techniques, some ways, um, that you would help someone um, flow into those different energies? Well, for one, she has to be in the mode of allowing because a lot of times we stay in survival mode, you know, because mm-hmm. a lot of us are mothers or we, we were the one who had to make sure everything was done. So just being able to allow to step into your femininity and you know people look at femininity as hair and makeup but femininity basically is creation as well so mm-hmm. her knowing that she does have the ability to create something with her feminine energy without having to be in survival mode or feeling like she has to take care of everything and a lot of women don't know how to step back and actually allow the man to be the masculine one so the first mm-hmm. step is just allowing and it, it does also for vulnerability. And a lot mm-hmm. of people are afraid to be vulnerable, but um, when you create vulnerability and you look at it as a strength and not a weakness, you'll be able to trust the other partner. Um, you're able to trust yourself because that's the first thing we have to look at. If you're confused about somebody else, you have to look at yourself. Do you trust yourself enough, enough to know what you're doing? But the very mm-hmm. first step is to allow. Hmm. That's deep. Very good. Yeah, that's deep. Um, I've always thought that um, for myself that I have quite often um, dwell from the masculine um, because it was, like you said, you know, I was the one that had to take care of things. And um, getting married really allowed me to um, tap into that feminine energy. Um, And I got to see myself differently with him because he, um, 
he he made it a safe space for me to um, be vulnerable, at, but at the same time, um, he held me up. You know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and that was a um, it was so rewarding to to be in that and to experience that with him, where I didn't have to um, constantly feel this need that I needed to survive, or I had to take care of things because he said he was going to do it. He was going to do it, and he did it. Yeah, um, so I'm I'm trying to now that he has passed on, I am trying to maneuver that where I am taking care of myself, but I don't I don't want to go back to that masculine. You know what I mean? Right, right. I don't want to go back to that. I want to, um, I am enjoying this new self. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a, it's a battle for me constantly, constantly. It's a battle. So, Sling, you have anything to add to the conversation? Or are we going to get straight into God is doing her, her work, her peace? I would love to hear Goddess's poem first. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, and I did, um, I'm going to provide two of them. This first one, I just want to shift the mood a little bit, and it, it is centered around love. So. Okay. It is called Inevitable. I just saw, saw a shooting star. It was meant. Rare is us. Astrological signs, Virgo, Aquarius constellations connecting the dots energetic pool the magic won't stop twin flames that drifted apart big bang theory created a spark two lovers passing through the night the moon speaks the mood feels so right cosmic circumstances a lifetime ago second chance around a lifetime to grow universal touch that never changed You're all mine, and I'm all yours, just the same. We were once two souls that was lost, seeking for something we thought was free, but it cost commodity. But obviously, it came with a fee. Charged for pain, disappointment, and grief. Where's the relief? No recovery fund. No hardship assistance. Left to figure out emotions. Approaching love from a distance. Proceeding with caution, not getting in a whirlwind of destruction. Lucky for us then, under the debris, we still have room to breathe. Cleaning up and clearing out in order to receive blessings of healing, hope, and happiness. You and I together, inevitable. Wow. Oh, I love that. That was beautiful. That was Thank beautiful. You. Mm. Now I do have a question now. Okay, what is your what is your writing process? I wrote like 
I want I wrote everything the same way. I mean, I, I'll start with the name first, then I'll go. I'll think of a name first, then I'll do the poem. Or when I write music, I write the hook first, then I write the song. What is your writing process? I honestly don't have a process. A lot of my pieces they don't have titles to because I'm inspired about anything. I can um, you could say a word. I can write from it. I can look outside and see something. I can write from it. I could be sitting in silence and get an idea. I can write from it. You can give me a topic. I can write from it. So I actually don't have a process. Um, my creativity, it comes to me. It's a gift. Um, I, I don't think I, I don't know how to create a process. I think that would knock me out of my creative flow, if that makes sense. Yeah, man, I have to have a name first for some reason. I don't. I, I just. I'll be in the bed laying down, and I'll pop a name will come in. Then I'll write the name down, and maybe a week later I'll write a poem to go with. Cause like it, it, it sucks up your thoughts. What about love? I mean, it's like writing about love is such a passionate, a passionate thing. Whether you're angry, and with music, and I believe arts are therapeutic. Music, books, songs, poetry. Because they express feelings. Feelings that we never even knew we had. It tells you about your relationship. There are songs that tell you about your relationship. There are books that tell you about your relationship. How do you want others to take your writings? How do you want them to really see them? Because that core right there for me is about love and pain. I mean, love, love pain, and passion. Mm-hmm. Um, really just how it resonates with the reader or the listener. So, you know, even when writing about love, I'm, I'm an empath, so I can feel someone else's pain or even experience and I'll be able to write about it. Um, cause I've done ghostwriting projects as well. So I just really tap into whatever energy is around me, whether it's mine or not. But for that particular poem, um, Okay, <laughs> that particular poem is actually a true story and um, my personal personal story, but it does have pain in it. But, you know, when you're looking at twin flames, each soul has to go through their own journey in order to circle back around to find each other again. That's exactly. what I felt from that poem. Mm-hmm. That's what I really felt from that poem. And I love it. I'm an empath myself, and I love I, I listen to the same song like 20 or 30 times, and I can find a song. If I feel like I want to cry, I'll find a song or I'll read something that's going to make me cry because I can really feel it. All right. That's so great about being able to write it down. So if I people hold their feelings in, which I do not believe in, because that can start like a, that could be a, a, a flame explosion just ready to happen. And that's a true story to me. Yeah. <laughs> so, Goddess, I want to um, get back to what you were saying about um, your uh, the fact that you are empath and um, do you as an empath I know that that you're empathic but um, I forgot my question <laughs> I'm so sorry I had two three questions in my head at one time I'm so sorry um, that's not where I wanted to go. I apologize. I wanted to talk about when we first talked, we connected, and you were mm-hmm. telling me how your book 
took you from one aspect to another where you now have your tribe, right? Right, right. Can you go into that a little bit more? How did that happen? Because I do have your book, and I am going to read it, and then we're going to come back, you know, hopefully you come back on and we have uh, a discussion about that. But I just wanted to know how did you go from that to 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 this? Well, with um, the book, I'll Control God, is when I really just sat in that mm-hmm. and I asked myself, like, what what does that mean? Does that mean to be an Uncle goddess? Um, and from that, I began writing the book. It is part, um, almost like lessons, so to speak. You know, I talk about different aspects of healing, um, spirituality, transformation, resilience, um, inner vision, which relates to the third eye. So I cover a lot of topics, but then I also have a poem associated uh, with with each section, and then I have a journal portion for each section. So you're reading reading the poetry, you're understanding, and then you're going to write from it. Um, You're going to journal from it. So after I created the book, um, you know, people gravitated to the book, and I said, well, as an uncontrolled goddess, again, being a goddess is about creation. So what else can I create? Um, So from the book, I started creating virtual online workshops, uh, which I do have a new one coming out this month. It's a four-week program uh, that we cover topics. I offer group coaching. Um, We do meditations, affirmations, and then I'll leave you with weekly assignments um, to go as well to hold yourself accountable. Uh, From there, I started um, a T-shirt line, hoodies, uncontrolled goddess apparel. Um, Then I branched out and started to do uncontrolled goddess retreats that I do twice a year, um, transformation workshops, um, I'm in a position where I'm traveling to different cities now to do that as well. So I definitely want to talk to you about that. Um, oh, yeah. Then I was to come, come to your state. Um, and I, I stopped worrying about who's going to pick up to it. And those that gravitated to me became my tribe because they understood me. So if you understand me, that means that I understand you, and that means that we are the same. And mm-hmm. everybody else outside of that tribe becomes irrelevant. Exactly. Wow. So rely on that. And, and even to pitch, piggyback into the femininity versus masculinity, that's when you rely on your tribe. So you won't fall back into that space of feeling like you have to do everything on your own or that you are back in survival mode because once you transition from that, there is no going back. Once you are awakened, once you have so much self-awareness, there is no going back. So now you have to rely on your tribe. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to the um, when it comes to your book, and you let me know if this is something that you would like to do, because I would like to. I think that it would be very beneficial to a lot of people. And so I'm in this book group, and um, actually I'm in a couple books. <laughs> um, and so what I want to do is I want I want to bring those groups together um that I am in. We read your book and then would you come and and have a discussion with us um about your book and the topics and how we worked it and what we felt what we felt about it and what we got from it. Would you be interested in that? 
Absolutely. I will be honored to do so. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. I, I will definitely, when we get off air, I will definitely um, link up with you and we will talk about that and work work something out. And um, are you in, aren't you in Nashville? Are you in Nashville? Um, currently, I am in Nashville. Okay. We might even... I can see us making a trip there because <laughs> I love to travel, you know. Um, I would definitely see something, see if we can come up with something where we could do a possible um, face-to-face um, and experience uncontrolled goddess live in person and not just through a, a phone or a screen, you know? Yeah, that'll be dope. Yeah, that would, I think that would be, I think that it, it would be very beneficial to a lot. I know it would be very beneficial to me as well. So I'm definitely going to connect with the people that are, um, that I'm in a work with in the book groups and see what we can do and how we can work that out. And um, hopefully we can get together and meet each other. Because I, I, I am very big now on not just not just making connections, but making those connections. And when I make them, I I like to put eyes eye to eye. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Like. Having cancer has really um, changed my perspective and my perception of how I communicate and how I want to go forward in my life with my connections with my tribe. I have, I I was one to never really have a tribe, but um, I feel like I created one or I one formed around me because the universe, the goddess, she knew that I was going to need them. And um, they have been very beneficial um, in this journey with me. They have held that space um, for me continuously, and they still are. You know, so yeah, I, it's it's very important, and I would I would love for you to meet my tribe. You invited me to yours. I would love for you to meet my tribe as well. Um, they are I some pretty it. dope. Yeah, they are some really dope women. They are some really awesome, awesome women. Um. But yeah, we're gonna talk about that. I wanna, I wanna work on that with you, okay? Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. So, with the um, I know you mentioned that you do your retreats and you have. I know you just did one a couple weeks ago, didn't you? And I have a um, uncontrolled goddess transformation uh, workshop. That was a one-day workshop, and then my retreats are usually um, three to four days. 
Okay. What do they entail? Um, well, the the past one, um, past November, we went to Florida. So um, the first day, just getting in, getting comfortable, settled. The next day, we do have a transformation workshop that lasts all day, and that can include, um, I always include some sort of art activity, whether it's uh, painting, vision boards, um, just something to get us in that. Ch- it sounds silly, but that childlike mindset. I have a vision um, board. Mm-hmm. Yes, those, those those are very important, but it, it keeps us very. in that childlike um, of the creative mode. Uh, we may have journaling, yoga, um, guest speakers, uh, and then we also have goddess gatherings where we we have dinners, uh, we have group conversations. And then, of course, in Florida, we went to the beach and we had a releasing ceremony. Um, we released all that uh, no longer served our highest good, um, mm-hmm. and we released it in the ocean. So it just depends on the location as far as the activities. But Yeah. Um, How much can you yes, also, in the ocean? Yeah, it also um, includes the, the sound bowl healing meditations because, um, as we know, the vibration and frequencies, um, it increases. Uh, our awareness, our universal awareness. So um, it just depends, but, but yeah. Yeah. Love the whole ocean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it, I, that sounds really very, something that I would really love to, um, to partake in. Um, I feel like it's, it's important now and now that I am beginning to meditate myself, because I, I I used to find it really hard to meditate, because I thought that I had to be uh, in this place where, you know, all the thoughts were were good and they were pure and and you know, and I just I had to hear the voice and. <laughs> not stopped all that. No. Yeah. It you know, that's what I thought it was. Now that I no. I have found a um some uh breathing uh with this group, um, Black Girls Breathe and we're doing the oceanic breath and I have found that to be so beneficial to me. Just the act of breathing alone um, mm-hmm. and just releasing that, you know, just yes. it's awesome giving all your power to the, giving all your power to the universe because I'm a Buddhist and we chant and sometimes we chant for three hours Whatever gets it out, I've cried, I've laughed, I've been angry, I've got just put it all to the universe. That's what that's what we do, and it helps a lot. It saved my life for real. Yeah, some of the Buddhists really saved my life. So when you feel like you're out of control and you don't have anywhere to go, you can mm-hmm. just be rolled back in. It's a, a fable about a one-eyed turtle and a, a sandstone log. The turtle's in the bottom of the ocean, and he's walking around the ocean, his stomach gets real hot. So he goes up to the surface of the ocean and he sees a log, but he only has one eye. 
So he's swimming in circles, just trying to find that standard walk law to cool his stomach. And that's how some people are. They're that one-eyed turtle. They see something out of one eye, but they don't have the other eye to see it. Mm. So they're confused, roaming around the ocean, just spinning around, spinning around. Mm. And, you know, when you meditate or, you know, chant, focus on that. That's what you're focusing on. That when you, I, I visualize. I have my vision board right in front of me, right next to my husband. And when I'm chanting, praying, I glance back and forth at that so I can know exactly what I want. And I imagine myself doing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you're afraid and you have fear inside, you can't get it out. So that's why, you know, it's, it's great to have it's great to have someone to talk, talk to you about it. As I was telling um, Sasha earlier, having people the same food up as you, come in the room and be honest about it. Just let all your feelings out, all your exacerbations, all your anxieties. It's a growing. It's growing. It makes you grow. And it makes you bond having that dialogue with women in the same situations as you, trying to work things out, not putting on air. It's very refreshing. Yeah, it is. It it's very it can be. But you have to um you have to get like with anything, you have to get to that point where you um like God has says, you have to be vulnerable. And if you're not willing to be vulnerable and let that vulnerability show through, I honestly feel that you um you stunt your growth um exactly. as a person. As a person. You so do. yeah. That was awesome. I I love that. I can't wait to hear your next piece. So we're going to <laughs> we're going to move on to Mr. Dave Ponder the second. Hello, Mr. Ponder. Hello? Are you there? Uh oh. Huh? He said he was a little nervous. So I don't know. Let's see here. Maybe. Hello, is this Dave? Uh yes, this is Dave. Can you okay. hear me? Okay. Yes. I it wasn't you, it was me. I thought another number was <laughs> was you and it was Obviously, it was somebody else. Oh, my goodness. Sorry about that. How are you this evening? Oh, I'm awesome. Awesome. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I am so good. I'm so glad to finally get to put a voice with the person. Uh, (laughs) We've been chatting back and forth through Messenger for a couple of weeks now, and so now we... You actually get to to hear my voice, right? Yeah. Awesome. The show has been great so far. Well, good. I'm glad. So you're not still a little nervous, are you? No, no, okay. not at all. Good, good. That's what I like. I like that because everyone that comes to my home, they feel like family. At least I want them to. So that's what we have here. So tell us a little bit about okay. yourself, Mr. Ponder. 
Okay. Um, I'm a poet, writer. I've been writing uh, since I was about 13. Mm-hmm. Um, I started writing, well, I didn't really know I was writing poetry at first. Uh, when I first started writing, it was like um, I was a bit introverted and shy, and um, I would write love letters to girls uh, oh. to express my feelings. Um, I, I'm a Pisces, so even at a young age, I had, you know, was in touch with my emotions and had deep feelings, and I would put them in letters. And uh, as I kept writing letters, um, I began to make the letters rhyme. Okay. And like that was my first introduction to poetry. I would uh, listen to uh, Marvin Gaye, um, Teddy Pendergrass, oh. Al Green, and listen to the way they put their words together and how they spoke to women. Mm-hmm. And um, I would kind of take their style and um, incorporate it on my own. And that was my first introduction to rhyming words and at first I was just rhyming I didn't even realize I was writing poetry until I got into the ninth grade and um in literature class they had a introduction to poetry and in that introduction they also had a poetry contest that I entered okay and I ended up winning the contest and having uh, my poetry published so I'd say um in the ninth grade is when I first really realized I had the gift of poetry and I had the gift of rhyming words and okay. uh, to uh, reaching people through my words. So after that, so, then I really knew I was writing poetry and, and started um, branching out for more than just romance, but expressing um, life experiences mm-hmm. and uh, using it as a way to listen to my soul speak. I listen to my inner self and, um, you know, express what was going on in my life and the experiences I was having. So yeah. um, once I got there, I just started um, saving all my poetry. So I got tons and tons of poetry, hundreds of poems that go back from, from now to uh, about, 13, 14 years old. Oh, wow. wow. You have been writing a long time. Um, so did, did, the, did the writing of poetry or, or the... Because back in the day, like, when we were coming up, you know, we hear the songs and they were like, they were rap. I'm let me rap to you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, you like, know, uh, Marvin Gaye, and Teddy Pendergrass, back in the day, I think men, you know, really took their time uh, talking to women. Yeah. Um, it's not like these songs today, you know, they, they move pretty fast today. And, um, like the horse and know, bees. It's not, it's not anything held back. It's no courtship. But, you know, uh-uh. um, a lot of songs back in the day, they just wanted to get to know you better. They wanted to spend time with you. Uh, yeah. You know, they were still telling you how beautiful you were and, you know, pretty eyes and things. Outside that the nature. house like stalkers. <laughs> huh? They weren't outside the house like stalkers. They were outside the house in sweaters like stalkers. 
no, 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 no. It wasn't yeah, like I that back so. then. They were. It was romantic. Sticking head out the window. Oh. Yeah, we didn't we didn't look at it that way back then. We looked at we it as romance. Ray Parker know. Jr. had so many stalker songs. I'm gonna tell you, Ray Parker Jr. had a lot of stalker songs. <laughs> anyway, Boy to the Man, Ends of the Road, stalker song. You telling me oh, he ain't going nowhere? Oh Lord, bro. Yeah, we we not on the stalker song. We we on the song that makes her on the spot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, song that stuff that like makes you feel special back then, make you terrified. Make a woman feel special. Yeah, we we're not. <laughs> we we weren't we trying to stalk you. We just wanted to let you know that we we liked you and we wanted to get to know you better. Exactly, exactly. Uh, we were we listened to that stuff where the floaters and. You know, float on, float on. <laughs> you know, this is Kendra that kind of one of the sweetest songs ever. No, we that's the kind of stuff we were listening to. That's the kind of let me say that's the kind of stuff me and Dave was listening to. We okay. Listened to Teddy. No, like baby face. As soon as I get home from work. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, BBD. When will I see your smile again? New yeah. edition. Can you yeah, stand the rain? Songs. You know, Keith Sweat, make it last forever. <sighs> now that Keith Sweat is on the radio, it is so hilarious to me. <laughs> I know that's I like totally off topic. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Totally not what we're talking about. But anyway. <laughs> he can't learn from. Um, yeah. So. You're going to read something for us, Dave. <laughs> Tween has just oh, yeah, got me going somewhere totally else. So, anyway, I'm trying to bring it back. Let's, the, what you going to read for us tonight? Okay. Um, I'm reading from my book called Passion and Poetry. Okay. Uh, it's a collection of romance and erotic poetry. Um. <laughs> uh, I wrote this book in 2015, and it's basically um, love letters, um, just, uh, you know, one thing I I wanted to put in the book is, you know, again, like I was saying, um, it's really no no courtship today. Um, Everything moves so fast. Uh, People uh, in relationships, they start out having sex instead of having, being friends and getting to know each exactly. other afterwards. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, <clears throat> when I was coming up, you know, we, we had courtship, you know, um, we wanted to go to the movies or, you know, hang out mm-hmm. and spending time getting to know each other before, you know, we took it that far. Exactly. Right. It's, so um, in this book, I want to, you know, focus on intimacy and, um, energy and things of that nature, um, you know, that are transferred between people that uh, deepen their uh, relationship, uh, deepen mm-hmm. the connection, and um, different aspects. Okay. So I rarely, uh, na- I don't name my poems because okay. I usually just write from inspiration. Sometimes I might name my poem, uh, the last line in the poem. But, um, 
here's one. Okay. Okay. Her energy is a divine gift. Every touch lifts me beyond memories of what if. She is my bliss, reminding me to let go. I love the way her essence inspires my emotions to flow. My libido ignited by her spirit and intellect. She awakens my passion, making my desires erect. I lose myself in her depths, my peace found in her presence. Her love is resurrection, as my being releases confessions of love held back. She consumes my hell and creates heaven with the arch in her back. As I penetrate her waters and she baptizes me in the sea of eternity, soaked in her ways of belief in me, experiencing infinity in the present, our orgasmic connection makes life climax until we collapse and see visions of everything that we could be, manifesting the remedy to our reality. We exhale healing and take deep breaths of dreams come true. All right. Bravo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. That was nice. That was really nice. I, you don't, you don't hear that anymore, that, um, you're absolutely right, that courting, and it's, that was nice, that was really nice, I enjoyed that. Thank you. Um, I got, um, this piece right here, again, it's not titled, but, uh, here it go. Okay. Within her depths, peace overcomes me. As every extremity is received in perfect symmetry, puzzle solved, she completes me. Proportions balanced in climactic positions, we exhale equilibrium as longing penetrates desire. We radiate love brighter than the shine scene when the sun and moon meet. They envy our eclipse, the lightning in our kiss, as essences combine creating an atmosphere of bliss. Galaxies below the pelvic exist as one. As we express every sign in the zodiac and stars shoot across the sky, forming a Milky Way, a taste of infinity as our rhythm continues until time and sound lose meaning and eternity is confused at the power in a second of her and I. Mere mortals seek proof, yet our truth surpasses evolution. Revelations produced in passionate conversations, yet not a word spoken. Only moans of elation, cries of elevation, and orgasmic sensations felt within her depths. Ooh, yeah, nice, nice, very nice. nice. Um, can I ask you a personal question? Yes. Are you married? Oh uh, yes. Oh, okay. I've been married. Um, I'll be having my 26th anniversary on February 16th. Congratulations! Oh, congratulations! Happy anniversary! Do you um, write poetry for her? As did you get her with your poetry? <laughs> well, yeah. Like I said, when I was young, that's that's how I used to uh, break the ice with my young girlfriends. Uh, as I got older and more mature. I just used to wow my love interest uh, with with my poetry, and uh, yes, I definitely oh, I wrote. Lightly, so I didn't get plums. Huh? Boys never liked me back then, so I didn't get plums. So I don't know how that feels. Oh God! So, oh, uh, well, it was my brother's fault, really. But yeah, I can't <laughs> say. Um, 
a lot of my friends did that, you know. I was like um pretty much the only person I knew that was writing poetry at my age. My friends in school used to pay me twenty dollars to write poetry for them to get to their girlfriends. And <laughs> so um that you go boy. I was, I was getting paid for my poetry before I even really knew I was a poet in high school. Yeah. So you were yeah. paid so you were a paid artist back then and didn't even know it. <laughs> right. Cyrano de Bergerac. So, um, huh? It was Cyrano de Bergerac, the um, the French, uh, the French man that that used to write poetry. Cyrano he used to do that for people, and he wrote. Um, he was very famous for uh, mm-hmm. writing the a long poem. nose. Yeah, he had the long nose. Oh, yeah. like that movie Roxanne. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, that's Cyrano. That's based on Cyrano de Bergerac. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he was standing in the shadows where he writes his um, best friend poems about the girl that he likes. But he, yeah, he, he, he felt like he couldn't get it because he has that long-ass nose and he's fucked up looking. But, <laughs> yeah, I could definitely relate to that movie when I was young. Yeah. Joppa Wright could get some many times. When he, was, when he first came out, he was ugly as hell, but he could get some. Cause huh. I love showers. I covered okay. my eyes. <laughs> so, Dave, let me ask you this. Um, <laughs> how many books, how many books have, do you have out or are you putting uh, out? Right now I have two books out. Uh, okay. My first book was called Souls, uh, Soul Exposed. Mm-hmm. And um, now that book is, you know, basically, it's kind of autobiographical. You know, it's about experiences I went through in life, growing pains, um, spirituality, finding myself. Mm-hmm. And um, it speaks to, you know, soul exposed is basically, it's, it's me exposing my soul. And, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of the elements and experiences I had that, you know, made me find myself and um, how I face life, how I overcome challenges, mm-hmm. and how I was awakened to my spirituality. So um, it's a array of forms in there from life experience to romance to um, inner city experiences, uh, uplifting poems. And um, my second book was Passion and Poetry. The one I was just reading from. Okay. And that was, um, you know, again, I'm a Pisces and uh, uh, romantic. And so um, I've always been like that. And mm-hmm. I would always <clears throat> be kind of daydreaming and, you know, writing about romance and stuff like that. And so. Mm-hmm. I just put together a lot of the poems I wrote over the years to make this book, Passion and Poetry. And, um, but my I next know book, that, I'm sorry, go ahead. I have uh, another book going to be released on my birthday on March 18th called I Ponder. Oh. And, uh, I Ponder is like a part two of Soul Exposed. You know, uh, Soul Exposed talks a lot about 
the struggles and overcoming different things in life. But I wonder is like once you have overcome and and looking at the world with maturity and wisdom and um, an elevated state of mind. So not so much as writing about the struggle of life, but writing about, um, I guess, being on the other side of struggle, mm-hmm. appreciating life and mm-hmm. seeing things from a different perspective, a perspective of wisdom from mm-hmm. overcoming experiences and, you know, sharing that wisdom. And, uh, with our ponder, I'm going to have uh, merchandise, uh, shirts, uh, phone cases, um, uh, hoodies, pretty much anything I can put my logo on and um, yeah. a verse from my poetry. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll have that available as well. And that'll be okay. March 18th. Okay, great. You will have to um, let everyone know where they will be able to, you know, find your merch and find your books. Are you, um, do you have your own website? And Goddess, we're going to get, we're going to get back to you as well so that you can tell people where they can find you and find your book and everything. Um, so Dave, do you have a particular website where people can go and, um, get your books or even pre-order? Are you doing pre-orders for your book coming out in March? Um, no, I, I don't pre-order. My books are made to order. So, um, it, you know, when an order comes in, then that's when the books are produced. Okay. Um, but you can find me. I'm on Facebook and also on Instagram under my name, Dave Ponder the second. Mm-hmm. It's my name on Facebook. That's Dave Ponder the second. On Instagram, my name is Dave Ponder number two. Okay. So. Okay. And um, oh. on Facebook, I have links to my books. Um, I share poetry on Facebook. Um, that's where I do a lot of my book sales. Um, yeah. So you can find me on there. And I I share poetry on Instagram. I do have my books uh, in my bio, Mm -hmm. but, you know, Instagram is not the same. It won't let you, uh, you know, throw the link up there Mm -hmm. so people can click on it and buy it. Um, You have to direct them to the bio or message me regarding uh, getting a book. But either way, um, you can find me on Facebook at Dave Ponder the Second. And on Instagram at Dave Ponder number two. Okay. And um, I'm tell you a little secret about that Instagram thing. I hope Martin Zuckerberg don't hear me. But um, you can get a link tree, and um, you can go online and actually sign up for an account for a link tree. And with that link tree, you can add your website to your Instagram bio, and they you can get the link tree um, by purchasing it, or you can use the free application that they have. Um, and it doesn't cost a whole lot to do it. And that way, you can post more than just one link on your bio 
on Instagram. Oh, okay, I think I have seen pages where uh, they do have the link trees. Mm-hmm. Where, uh, and it takes you to a, a page where it's all the links. Yes, that's what oh, it yeah, is. Oh, yeah, I looked into that. Yeah, that's then a, help. that way you can have links when you do your your website for your merchandise. Um, you can have that there as well on Instagram, and that may get you more foot traffic to those sites to sell your merch and also with your book because now people will be able to see that you have more than just that one site and they can click on it when they find you instead of having to, you know, message you. It's all about working smarter, not harder. <laughs> right. Definitely. <laughs> it's all about that. Um, well, I wanted to ask you about your your poetry, and I know you said you had went back, you had went from doing the romance to doing uh, the introspective work and writing about the inner city, um, the inner city of growing up as a black man or uh, as a young black man. Is that where you were going? Is that what that was? That you were writing oh yeah, definitely. Okay. Uh, Soul Exposed uh, was basically because um, I, I I feel like especially when I was young that you know young black men got a bad rap because mm-hmm. of the way you know they projected us in the media, the way they projected us in the news. Every top story in the news at six o'clock was us, um, but no one was focusing on what what happened. In our inner cities, and what uh, cre- helped to create some of the situations that you know we find ourselves caught up in, and everything like that. So, um, with Soul Exposed, I wanted to show um, the type of experiences that we have, mm-hmm. the the way that um, a young man could be could have good intentions, but get caught up in different situations and not let those situations define him, but go through it and come out on the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, a lot of that poetry is from me being faced with different experiences in, in the hood and on the block, in the streets, mm-hmm. and um, finding my way out. And, yeah. Making the making the right choices and not not becoming another statistic, you know, and which a lot of times happen. Not so much that that statistic of of our our of our black youth and our young men choosing to go, uh, however, but even just being killed because you know you have to look at it. It was like. I was talking to um I was talking to a guy from Chicago and he was telling me he said I don't have any friends and I'm like, What do you mean? Like I don't have any friends. I have four good friends left. All my friends got killed in the streets of Chicago. And I'm like and you know, you hear about that but then to just to really 
connect with someone and hear them say it that way, like, in order for us to survive and for us to live, we can't live in Chicago. Like, we've, we've all moved somewhere else. Um, I don't even live in Chicago. Like, we just, and that's what we have to do. And I'm like, wow, really? You know, it's shocking. Well, yeah, like, to give you a, um, a example, I, I have a short poem from that book. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Keep Going. Okay. I run this life, denying my vice. Through wrong and right, I keep my goals in sight, searching for the light through the darkness of night. So the sky's like a kite with my eyes shut tight. No longer live in trife. I struggle on in spite of the troubles and plight, whether fight or flight. I keep my head up high, treat myself with pride. I always give a good try and let the gods decide. Went from blind to divine, combined experience with time. Learned my soul and mind, allowed the sun to shine. On the pain confined in dark corners it hides. Have you hurt in this side when flesh and spirit collide? As a child lived wild, had to play in the fire. Fulfilled my heart's desires like I was about to aspire. Went from church in the choir to thief and liar. To jail bars and wires before my heart was inspired. To elevate higher as an adult I am wiser than I was as a minor. I must thank the designer for the grace to decipher. Tribulations and trials no longer in denial. I face the mirror and smile. Wow. Awesome. That's beautiful. Wow. Yeah. It just it's amazing. Um how you're able to take that's what I love about us as black people, that we can go through so much adversity, but then in the same breath and in the same vein, we're able to give some beauty to it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I call it the beautiful struggle. Yeah. That's a good way to describe it. Because out of the pain and out of the struggle and experiences, it comes something beautiful. And I call Mm -hmm. that a butterfly moment. Yeah, that is a From you go from the caterpillar state, uh, which is, you know, different experiences, and you Mm -hmm. take time to sit down and learn and think about it. That's a cocoon state. And then when you come forth new, that's a butterfly moment. Mm -hmm. And we have a lot of those. Yeah, we do. And that's again another another beautiful way to look at the struggle, you know. Um, and that's what I love about us. It's, um, it's what I admire about my people, how we're able to to do that and um, find that beauty in that. Yeah, that's that's deep. I'm glad you shared that with us because I was, yeah, I love poetry. I love, I love the art of it and and it's so different and you can always, depending on whom you speak with and people's experiences, you can always get something different and something that resonates with you in a a beautiful way or even in a way that makes you cry, you know, it's, that's what I love about the art form of poetry. Um, 
I just love that about art, period. I'm just one of those people. But, yeah. But the, the spoken word to me has a different, and I love the cadence that you put with it because you could definitely tell or put that, I could hear that with some beats. Like, that could be some rap. You know what I mean? Like, some hip-hop to me. Yeah. That's a lot. Uh, some rap does come from poetry. Like, Tupac was a, a great poet. Yes. He used to write his poetry and then go say it to a beat. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, that's beautiful. Well, thank you for coming on and sharing that with us. We're um, we're gonna get to the best and the last guest of the night, Queen Leo. You ready, sis? You ready? You ready? Oh, she's not there. Don't tell me she's not there. Queen, did you scare our guest? No. <laughs> Queen Leo, are you there? Hmm. Oh. Maybe she'll come back up in a minute. I hope so. Um. But goddess, uncontrolled goddess, can you go ahead and? I know you said you had another piece that you wanted to share with us. You want to go ahead and share that with us? I sure will. Thank you. Um, and this one is a little more uh, sensual, okay. um, subliminal, <laughs> sensual and subliminal. Um, <laughs> we like those too. <laughs> Yeah, again, just a, um, I like to write about whatever because it's life, you know, love, life, lessons, whatever, reality, truth. Yeah. Um, this one is called Bedroom Boom. In the morning, I purposely do yoga poses in front of you so you can imagine different positions to do. Talking about you saw something new on YouTube. That's cool. Let's try it. Giving head? No, I'm making love instead. You were hungry, so I fed. Oven baked macaroni? I call it dinner in bed. 90s R&B is the playlist with a little Tupac in the mix. It's the passion, so you hit it up. Can't miss. Because you're my yin to my yang, twin flame. So let me whisper something in your ear. You've already had me on my side. Now get on bottom as I ride. Explosion. Bedroom boom. Ooh. Yeah. 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 I like that. Queen, did you like that? Thank you. That's right up my alley right there. (laughs) (laughs) That's right up your alley Well I think our other guest I think she got Caught I got a message from her I think she's caught up at work Tonight Which happens you know When you are a working woman Things happen You have to 
Huh? Huh? Are you there? I'm here. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had to put the phone down on mute. So let's. Uh, I'm sorry. Let's I heard you. I think, it's okay. Girl, I was thinking like, where she at? Yeah, so I had everyone, to go. Um, okay. Well, everyone, this is Queen Leo. All these Leos in the house. Hello. Yeah. So Queen hey, Leo. Hey, hey. Tell us a little bit about you. See, I don't know you as Queen Leo. I know you as something else. Go ahead, say it. <laughs> okay. I um, know her as Blip. That right? Yes. 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 Yes, yes, yes. Yo. Um, Go ahead. I'm just sassy, quirky, um, full of fire and spunk, but at the same time, very laid back. And, um, I'm just me. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I'm we just... were talking and you told me that uh, you've been riding since you were, what, about 14, 15 years old? 12. 12. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know where I got that from. So you've been riding since you were 12 years old. What have you, yeah. what were you writing mm-hmm. about at 12? What were you writing about at 12? Pain. Um, embarrassment. Mm-hmm. Being afraid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly because I was molested from the time I can remember up until mm. I was 15. Oh, wow. Mm. I'm so, sorry about that. It's part of life. And thank you. But, um, once I got I got older because I was always taught, you know, a woman is supposed to pretty much sit with the dime between her her knees, you know, between her knees. Mhm. Be quiet and just be seen. Mm-hmm. And um for a long time, you know, a lot of people are like, you always want about sex. You you so erotic, you so sexual. Um and this is true. Mm-hmm. This is true because I I want women to not only embrace their femininity but also embrace their sexuality yeah. without being afraid. Mm-hmm. You know, um, because it's it's a double standard. You know, we're it we're, is. we're supposed to wait on our husband while he dibble and dabble. About the time he tired, he come knocking on our door. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Because I want to have fun, too. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I want, I want women to be able to, to, to be okay with doing that, you know. Mm-hmm. And every, everybody, I feel like everybody goes through what I call the whole stage. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. Yeah, it is. Go through it. Go through it. Have fun with it. Mm-hmm. But there are consequences and responsibilities. <laughs> exactly. That's right. And you have to be grown enough to deal with that mm-hmm. and understand that, you know, if that's what you do, okay, this is what could happen. So, Right. Exactly. And you can also be sexual, 
you know, and embrace us, embrace your sexuality without having sex. You know, yes. be able to talk about it, be able to speak about it. Let him know mm-hmm. this is not what I like, just because you like it, or just because she likes it, or I don't want to talk about it because, you know, that's not the proper thing to do. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. be yourself, be open, you know, live out loud. Exactly. I agree. Yeah. Um, And people, and sometimes when you are, I was that kind of, I was that, that young lady, you know, I could talk about sex. You know, I had the type of mother where um, we had those conversations. Um, Mm -hmm. Being a, a bigger girl, Growing up, right. um, I looked older than what I was. And so my mother was trying to not only give me a voice, but at the same time protect me and let me know mm-hmm. that because you do look this way, because you do have breasts at 13, um men are going to look at you differently. But you don't have to do this or allow that or any of those things to happen to you. You know, and I think it's very important for our young ladies, our girls to to have that freedom to express themselves but at the same time be safe. Right. And 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 be in a safe place. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I agree. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree with that. And you absolutely right. is love yourself enough. Yeah. Love yourself enough to know what yeah. you need to do and what what you don't need to do. Don't listen to what all the men say. If it's your decision, you do it. You bite it. You eat that. Mm-hmm. That's right. Don't go blaming mm-hmm. other people for the things that you do. As a woman, if I want to mm-hmm. fuck the dude, mm-hmm. I'm a fuck you. And if I don't want to call you back tomorrow, I'm not gonna call you back. I was a fruit when I was young, right. and that's up. Now I can fuck you and see you tomorrow in the store and not say nothing. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it's me and my sex. Well, I can talk about sex all day because I do it for a living. Right. But yeah. I know where to do it and when to do it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So if a man hear you talking about sex all day, he gonna think he can fuck you. You talk to him for free all day online, he's gonna think he can fuck you. He's going to try to find a way to fuck you. And, but just to leave you alone, but you got to understand it as a woman. Mm-hmm. And, and you have to, um, you have to also understand the fact that we are living in a society where it's okay, and it, it has always been okay, and it will always be okay for a man to sow his wild oats. Though, you know, there are people uh-huh. that will say, uh-uh, I don't want that community penis. You know, but at the at the end of the day, there are, there are people that will look at him and excuse this man for sowing his wild oats, but then call this woman loose and all, all the other names because, yeah, that's what she chooses to do. 
And, you know, you have to be a strong person, a, a strong woman to live in your truth and not really carry the weight of what other people have to say. And yes, it's important to love yourself and, and you you have to love yourself in order to do that, but you also have to learn right. to love yourself as well. And and unfortunately that is what a lot of women don't know or haven't yet figured out to do. And I just feel like um and I want my my space, this space, this that I have created to be that place for women to um, live out loud and truthfully and um, and learn to love themselves freely uh, wherever they are in their lives. This is true. And this that's true. what and that's what my platform is about and that's what I want it to be and that's my mission statement, you know. So, um but yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. I, I was twenty three years old when I lost my virginity. But at the same time I um I I was freely talking about sex. And so my boyfriend at the time thought oh, you've already had sex. I'm like, no, why? Well, you talk like somebody that's had sex. Oh, how narrow-minded you are, my friend. (laughs) You know, how close-minded you are. Like, you don't have to, but you don't have to talk about it to do it, you know? Um, I was 19, and I was disenchanted. I felt like I was robbed. Mm. Because we talked about it first, we had conversations about it, and Nothing happened like I thought it was going to happen. And it was, the second time was a bomb, but the first time I wanted to start off, I don't even count that. Uh, yeah. I think, I think sometimes that happens for a lot of young ladies. They, they have those expectations of what their first sexual encounter experience will be. And what, um, what really, hurts me is for a young lady that her sexual, her first sexual encounter was was taken from her. She didn't have, mm-hmm. she wasn't given that choice mm-hmm. to make. And see, that was, that, that was me, and I hated it. Mm-hmm. You know, I hated it. It was a chore. You know, um, <laughs> The line from Color Purple, you know, when they see this thing, I feel like he just, I feel like a tell and he just been on top of me and did his business. I was never, and I was like, oh, my God, I want to do this and I want to try that, but what if he look at me like this or uh, look at me like that? I was like that up until I was 32. You know, I was listening to other women talking about how beautiful sex is and having orgasms and you know, just being free and open just to talk about it, mm-hmm. you know, because awesome. I was ashamed. And, you know, and I, 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 I tell women all the time, you know, I'm a plus-size woman. I'm yeah. six feet, and I'm, I'm 380 pounds, mm-hmm. you know. But at the same time, 
to me, I'm beautiful. I'm I'm the best thing since breath. Hello, I don't exactly. care what you think about. You know. <laughs> yeah. I have my moments. Don't get me wrong, but don't all women do? Exactly. Yes, all day, every day. It's flipping. In. Yeah. So, you know, this, this, this. Yes, you got to shake yourself and say, shut the fuck up, bitch, you lying. I, you know you do shit. Do. I tell myself that all the time. Bitch, you know you shit. Stop, stop that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, you know, that's just what I, I, I want women, especially plus size women. Because yeah. men, they right to this day. Oh, she a good girl. You know, she easy. Or she gonna pay what she way. No. Yep. You have to work mm-hmm. for me. I'm broke. She's gonna be a payman. So, yeah. Like, I'm broke. Say, what you want to do? Thank you. What you want to pay with food? <laughs> I got that. That's what I need. What you need? A bottle of water. Okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I I agree with you. It it is definitely. Um, it's crazy to me how men can continuously think that about plus size women and you look at you look at plus size women and the things that we are doing now in society you know you have the models and you have you know but at the same time you still have some men that Think that oh, say how dare you be happy? How yeah. not only that, but how dare how you? Dare you. How, yeah, dare how dare you? you be happy? How dare, how dare you, you be, try to be sexy? Dance, do I'm like I thought you wanted to lose weight. Dancing is losing weight. It's not even about how losing weight. It's about how dare you exist. Exactly. That's basically. Like, bitch, I breathe every day. Yeah. I do it to survive. Mm-mm. And I don't want to do it to survive. I, I I want to take that word out of my vocabulary. I don't want to do anything to survive. I want to do it because I'm living and because I want to. And not because mm-hmm. someone else's, I'm trying to not live up to someone else's ideal or expectation of me and what I should and should not be doing. I am living out loud freely because I, the fuck I can. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's just... That's the biggest it. day is when you stop giving a fuck. I allow mm-hmm. myself a few fucks a month. I count my fucks out. Every month, the fucks I'm going to give. And that's very important fuck. I, I put a plus sign on this fuck. I give a fuck about my friends, my family, people I love. Everything else, I don't give a fuck about. I don't give a fuck about what you think of me. I don't give a fuck about how you look at me. I don't give a fuck about mm-hmm. the rumors that have going on about me because if they're not true, why should I give a fuck? I don't have a fuck to give for that. And if they are true, so, you know, because I'm on it with, with yeah. pride. Yes, I sucked that dick outside in the car. Yes, I did. Yes, I took it up the ass in the bathroom and in public. Yes, I did. Okay. Because it's a 49-year-old ass, and it's mine, and I can do it. If that dick was there, I put it there. All right. So what you going to say now? I said, How you going to shame I, I me when I own it? It's no, so you can't slut shame me. No, because yeah. I know I'm a slut. I'm a slut all day. I'm a slut. I'm a careful slut. I'm a careful hoe. 
You ain't going to find two people in the same neighborhood that have fucked me. I spread my horns around a little bit. So (laughs) I ration it out. I ration my pussy out when I can. Mm. Okay. Live and fuck with no regrets. And enjoy doing it. Thank you. Unless it was a bad fuck, then I do regret the bad fuck, but you won't hear from me again. Mm-hmm. I mean, I even, <laughs> I even want to say, girl, you can't do nothing, but you let him still hop on you and get his neck. Mm-hmm. Why do you stop it? Because I'm going to tell you what, man, this ain't working for me. You just stop. I can do a dick all day long, but you're not going to get some undeserved neck from me. Exactly. Exactly. And they try to try to shame you out the pussy. We grown. We're both grown. Yes, and I'm grown enough to say no. I don't want to fuck you. You hold me. And I eat a piece of cake while I'm saying no. I will not fuck you, even if you cake. Yeah. And and if we are fucking, if we are fucking, it's just not satisfactory within the first two minutes. You got to go. Exactly. Exactly. Those do not come back. Thank you. Do not come it's again. Not gonna, it's not going to work. And they'll make mm-hmm. up reasons why. Because you were too fat. You knew that when you came here. You knew you had a deserving dick. You knew your dick was small when you came here. You thought you was up for the challenge, but you weren't. Well, that's the case. You, you know, small dick ass ass ass. like you said, you knew I was a big girl when you saw me. Exactly. So you know, with my stomach, my fupa, and your little dick, it's a dick to stomach ratio. And you know, sometimes it just don't make up. You was wearing all that finesse. You were sucking my thighs. So your dick was so small, you were sucking my inner thigh the whole time. That's why I wasn't. Bring you a man. No, let's not talk for real. Let's not talk for real. I got a poop and you got a little Twinkie, a little Vienna sausage. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what did you kind of read for us, Queen Leo? What you going to read for us, girl? Read over this. Um, Don't get Queen talking about sex, because she'll go... She'll go hand you made me start. <laughs> you I, made me start. No, I did not. The first time you said it, you said it six times, and that was my cue. No, it was not. <laughs> it was. I took it as a cue. That's right. You took it as a cue. Go ahead, Queen Leo. <laughs> my bad. Go ahead. This, 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 this one piece, you know, um, I want to read. Um, I actually wrote this when I was like 38. Okay. Um, it don't have a, a title, you know. Okay. It's just, I was feeling quirky and, you know, smoking my reefer and it, that's just the way it comes. Oh. <laughs> don't get me started on weed, but do go on. I want to hear it. You and Queen going to wind up being best friends. I can already see it. How forms are the best woman? Okay, um, it's a long, short, skinny, thick. All praises due to the almighty dick. Missionary, doggy, scissors, froggy. All of these positions are good, but a bitch like me like it a little bit more hood. I like to strut him good while I'm up on top, taking in deep, setting my pace, and make this pussy pop. Right before he gets a chance to come, I take it out and watch him big. I take his dick and rub my clit with the head. At this point, I know I'm in total control. By being a real freak and are really bold, I taste my juices that's on his dick. As I use my tongue to take a lick, 
I put it in my mouth and I suck it like a pro. My mouth becomes a suction cup, not too fast. I know my job huh? is top notch because he rolled right over and be knocked the fuck out. <laughs> you are my soulmate, bitch. <laughs> I knew it. I told you. And you were nervous to come out here, bitch. You straight. You straight. You good. I'm going to introduce y'all after the show. And then whatever happens, whatever happens, happens. I ain't got nothing to do with it. I just introduce y'all. Okay? I want to let, you know, the the listeners know I'm not a published poet. Um, No. You will be. <laughs> Whatever comes in my head comes out on the pad. Mm-hmm. You know, I have sticky notes, um, napkins, just random papers with my thoughts on it. That's that's what I'm yeah. thinking, that's what I'm feeling. You know, yeah. it's not for one particular person. It's just me. You know, mm-hmm. um then, you know, being held captive in my own thoughts, mm-hmm. you know, my own fantasy. Yeah. But keep well, on writing and keep on going. Exactly. I I'm a little shy when it comes Never to my work. work. You know. Yeah, I can understand that. You know, you you know being shy because it's like I tell, it's like what we talked about before. You know, this is my baby. Mm-hmm. This right here. Nice house with Sasha. She's my baby. And um, I had a friend refer to my baby as your little show. Mm-mm. Oh, what he say that for? I cuss his ass out. The hell you Thank mean you. my you little too. show? Don't you disrespect me like that? Who you talking to? <laughs> you know? Um, <laughs> don't, don't go there. This is not little. This has been going on since 2012, sir. You know, oh, I didn't know your little show. Why do you keep saying that? Uh, Do not keep saying that. You and I are about to lose friendship. Do not keep disrespecting me like that. You know, so we had to uh, have a a, a tete-a-tete about your referring to my baby as my little show. Not gonna mm. work. Um, so I understand how it is, you know, you sharing your your creativity, your baby, your writing with other people, and you be a little shy, you be a little protective of it sometimes until you get your feeding, you know, your footing, I should mm-hmm. say, and and you're mm-hmm. able to, you know, get out there and you know that it's received. And it's not just because, um, oh, it's people on Facebook, they just know you. So they're just saying, oh, yeah, they're just celebrating you. No, no. Um, They are celebrating you because you're good. And you deserve that celebration. And so eat it up, girl, with a spoon and just enjoy it. Um, I have a friend that uh, just started her own podcast back last year, and I told her, I said, now listen, there are going to be people 
that are not going to openly support you. But what they're going to do is they're going to stick around in the background and they're going to see what you do and what you're doing. And then slowly they'll start coming to the front and then they'll say, oh, I caught your show the other night. All along they've been listening from the whole time you first posted. <laughs> well, I didn't know you had a show. Yes, you did. Yeah. I saw you. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know you were doing that. What is that? You know. You okay. Because your family didn't tell them 30 times that you did this. I didn't know you did that. It was just like, you do? Right. <laughs> yeah. That kind of stuff. But, you know, you take it with a grain of salt and you keep on going. Because the more you do it, the more you get comfortable. And you'll have, you know, flub ups. Like I had a flub up the 27th. I had a flub. And um, I am a perfectionist, and I want my ish to be perfect. So I had to check myself. And Swing checked me. She's like, girl, you'll get it. And so here we are. Um, But, yeah, the more you do it, the more you get your stuff out there, you'll get comfortable, and you'll be wanting to share it. And you'll be like, okay, let me enter this. Let me... Let me do this, you know. Let me, let me, let me see if I can do this contest. And because I'm gonna send you some stuff, and you, I'm gonna send you some stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna send you some stuff, and you know, whatever you feel comfortable in doing, and you wanna, you wanna get your stuff out there, and you wanna enter a contest or two. And most definitely, I say go for it. Um, I saw, I've been reading your stuff that you post on your page for a minute. And I'm like, damn, she's good. She's real good. <laughs> I, you know, I'm like, oh, you know, oh, it's hot. Because I think you're a beautiful woman anyway. And well, thank you. You are, you know, and um, no homo, as my friend said. But she tells me, yeah, I'm like, okay, I got it. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's like, because some people get, you know, they get they get messed up. Like, yeah. But um, to to see you, you know, and to hear your story and to, and to now understand why, it adds a whole different element to it. And it's like, ah, okay, I got that. Now I see. And it just makes me admire you even more for what you're doing and how you're pushing through. Because I love it. You know, the story more. makes it more powerful. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely you does. You saying that, like, really touched me. <laughs> it really did. Oh, girl. I mean, and. You know, people will say, oh, you're just saying that. You're just saying that because you're on. No. And I tell people all the time, my Facebook persona is my real life persona. It's, you know, I am who I am on and offline. This is me, you know, and what you see. If I like you, I like you. If I fucks with you, I fucks with you. If I don't, you're not. Right. We we are Leos, so we know how it be. <laughs> <laughs> we know how it is. But 
thank you for coming on. Um, Absolutely for having me. Yeah, you want to tell people where they can reach you and, you know, if they want to reach out to you and if they want, because I know you got some admirers and on that listening like, ooh, damn, she sounds You think so? Well. <laughs> so you said pop, a whole lot of ears pop. Girl. <laughs> you talk about. What you talking Hey, when you said <laughs> take it out and taste your own juices, girl, nigga, they will flock They will flock right now. What? Remember what you said on that phone last Tuesday? Yeah. Remember when you had said, can you do that? <laughs> and they're going to quote your shit. You can't say nothing. Well, they can find me on um, Facebook. I'm more active there. Um, and they will be in your inbox. Under, um, under my under my government name, um, Sheridan Ridges. Mm-hmm. Um, S H A R I D E N Ridges, like Rufflehound Ridges. Mm-hmm. Or you can find me on Instagram at it's just blip I T Z J U Z B L I P. Yep. And they will be in your inbox. Or you can come to the cave. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. And they will be there. So, I'm a... <laughs> They'll run them out with a new cookie. They'll make sure you bring me some refresh ice. They're going to bring you a gallon. Still <laughs> <laughs> <Shoot>, miss. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm going to... I'm going they will to ride a bike to your house with a new cookie. I am going to connect y'all offline. Facebook and TikTok under Mindset Coach Jazzy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also as far as Uncontrolled Goddess, I do have that. I have several books actually, and they are all on Amazon. Um, but if you search Uncontrolled Goddess, it will populate. Um, and okay. Facebook, I have, um, I'm on Facebook a lot actually. That's where I, I generate most of my followings from. And I'm under Jazzy Goddess. That's together, and then mindset, because um, mindset tribe is actually the the name of my my coaching company, Mindset Tribe, um, yeah. and my virtual program, Uncontrolled Goddess Spiritual Mind Mastermind Group. If you join the group um, for the virtuous four weeks, you do receive either um, a free ebook of the Uncontrolled Goddess book, and then I also have an Uncontrolled Goddess Call to Action Guidebook, which is the most amazing phenomenal planner you would ever experience. It's literally an experience to complete this planner. So, oh. um, but that's also available on Amazon as well. But, okay. Uh, yeah, my host, Jazzy. I know someone that is listening to my show when you said planner, her ears perked up. Uh, so, 
she's yeah, she's gonna be on that. <laughs> a couple of ears perked up when you said planner. Okay. And I'll I'll have to look into that as well. But I wanna thank you for coming on and like I said, um I am going to connect with you and um we'll see about that um book review and we'll get one of your books and do a book review and hopefully you can attend and talk to us like book group. I think that would be so awesome. Um, And her group guys, if you like look her up, look up uncontrollable, uncontrolled goddess and join the tribe. I have joined the tribe and I love her group. It is such a breath of fresh air. Um, And she has a beautiful, infectious, and inviting smile. I love it. That was the first thing I saw when I got in the group. You did a live, and I was like, oh, this lady is so beautiful, and she is so warm. Just like that one video I saw of you, I was like, oh, wow, she is so inviting. Such a warm persona, you know? Um, So... Y'all definitely join and, you know, get you some mindset training. Mm, <laughs> All that good stuff. We need that. We need we need more positivity in the world. We need that. And we need more people on that on that wavelength. So definitely um look her up on Facebook. And also go on YouTube, you guys, and look up her TEDx talk. I'm going to post it on Night Talks with Sasha, and I'm also, um, if you don't mind, I'm I'm going to put it on the link on my Instagram page for the radio, for the podcast, if that's okay with you. No, absolutely. I appreciate it. Okay. Um, she did a TED talk. Yes. Like, goals. Okay. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> That's my goal. <laughs> I, I, I so want to do a TED Talk. I would be, I think I'll be really good at it. Um, you well, will be I want to thank you. I want to thank everyone. I want to thank Dave Ponder for coming. Dave Ponder, the second, for coming on. He's got a latest book coming out March 18th. I Ponder. Um, you can find him on Facebook under his government name, Dave Ponder the second. And you can also find him on Instagram, Dave Ponder with the number two. So look for him. Also, I want to encourage you guys to look up Johnny Miraculous um, and um, Conley. Sorry, didn't say last name. Johnny Miraculous Conley. Um, I don't know all that nasty stuff Johnny said. So y'all just just have to try to get Johnny on Facebook, Johnny. I don't know. He's just nasty. He's just so nasty. He's so sexy with it, though. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. I want to thank my guests for coming on tonight. I think we had we had a great show. I am so tickled with myself. I'm so tickled. Um, 
this coming Friday, the 17th of February, I will be doing a life update show with a friend, a really good friend, um, Natasha Lacey. Um, the name of that show is going to be Diamonds um, and Other Fucking Gems. She's, she's going to school to be a jeweler. Um, she's learning how to count the carats of diamonds and the clarity of gems and she's going to Dubai and London and and so we're doing a life update show with Mistress Natasha so please join us um, Friday the 17th at 9pm for that show also on the 24th I'm going to do this show I'm going to do it, and it's going to happen the 24th. I'm doing a tribute show to my babe, my boo thing, Max Rice, um, your porn pusher, a.k.a. the Black Dr. Phil. Um, we're going to get this tribute show out to my my hubby, and um, that's going to be that. And then March is, I don't know. Um, what we got coming up we're we're gonna do a panel discussion queen leo says she's gonna be part of it i done told y'all one time email me if you are a man like stop being scared i am so sweet i really am i am sweet as pie until you piss me off then that's a whole other but don't 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 do that we're just gonna talk Come to the panel. Like, let's talk men, women, relationships. What is this thing about men wanting women to be submissive, but then you're not being the man that you say you're going to be? Come on now. Don't ask something from you. You ain't willing to leave, right, brother? So. That's going to be in March, so look out for this um, girlfriend-boyfriend uh, panel discussion. Yeah, we going to get it popping. We, I'm telling y'all, huh, 2023, cancel or no, baby. I'm bringing the fucking heat. You heard me. I'm bringing <laughs> the heat for your ass. <laughs> be ready. Don't tell. I, I didn't say I didn't warn you. This is what it's going to be. That's Swing. Swing, say goodbye. Say goodbye, Swing. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Y'all have a nice one. Hugs and kisses. Be sweet. Tell them happy, you know, Valentine's Day and all that good stuff. Oh, and happy Valentine's Day. I hope to get me some. Ooh. So y'all keep your fingers crossed for that. And I'm talking about a lot. Mm-hmm. Now, just a little bit. I hope to get a lot. So keep it in the I've already been predicted and told what I'm going to be doing for Valentine's Day. It said I was going to be sleep, which sounds about right, which is fine. I don't mind. If I sleep, it's going to be the problem. We on two different pages, sleep. You want to get your back broke, and I'm just trying to a keep lot. my back from get from being broke. So we just on two different we're in just two different places. See, you know that you are in a good place where you can joke about cancer. You have to laugh. You have to laugh. You have to laugh. 
But um, that's what's going to happen. That's what's coming up Friday the 17th. I want y'all to show up because y'all need to hear about Natasha. I got a personal question about Natasha. I'm not going to tell her what it is until she gets on air. So you'll hear we're having tea on air. We're going to have our fascinators, our gloves, and our pearls. Because that's what we can do. Because we are those kind of broads. Huh. Judge your mammy. That's all I got to say. All right. <laughs> Judge your mammy. Okay. I am your girl, Pizza, certifiable Sasha. And that's Swing. That's my girl. We did good. We did good, Swing. We did good. We I think Max would be happy. What you think? What you think? Yes, he would. I think and he would. And I didn't disrupt nothing but once. So I, I was no. good. You you were real good, Swing. You were real good. I held it yeah. in. You did. Till the end. But that was okay. Mm-hmm. That you, yeah, you was okay that you got it till the end. That's what you're supposed to do. You waited your turn. And that's all right. I'll let you do mm-hmm. that. Because you was good. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. You was Thank good. you. you was Yes, you was perfect. I appreciate that. It was a good show. All right. So this is what's going to happen. We're going to go and we're going to log off and we're going to have a damn good week. Monday is coming. So go before you go to bed. Set your intentions for this week, for the rest of this month. Set them. Manifest that shit. And let's do it. (laughs) Let's do this. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Again, thank you for coming to another episode of Night Talks with Sasha. I am Sasha. That's Swing. And y'all have a good night. We're going to play you a little something, something to smooth it on out. So, yeah, here we go. You ready? One, two.
looking at me while you go down Are you in control, so sexual? How we end up on the floor now? Damn, I think we on the fourth round Aren't you bad? Throw it back These freaky things you do Makes me proud of you Your stamina is over for you I'ma grab your neck, pull your hair Smack that ass, can't get it Amen. Hey. 